and we are back with another podcast. <laughs> good. That's good. That's good. Do us can we, can we have an intro like a like a like a trashy radio station? Welcome back. It's your girl Francesca Fresh on the mic with your boy Patrick Ty Optional. How you doing, Patrick? Oh, that was good. I'm I'm pretty good, I guess. I I, I feel suddenly like I don't belong on this podcast. <laughs> you said to make it sound like a cheesy radio show, but then you just you dropped the ball. I know, man. I just went into listen mode. That was it. I was just <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just gonna sit back and enjoy this trashy radio station. Okay, well, called my life. Maybe next time you will be better prepared. I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this is Last Name Basis. <laughs> We four corners in a triangle, why we keep it 100 tie optional? With a chest from my desk to acting on the screen, you know who it is, man, it's well, Jessica Lee. He's a lawyer, she's an activist, and you're tuning to them live, this is Last Name Basis. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Remember um, back in the day, we used to always talk about the weather on our podcast because we were old people? <laughs> back when we were old people, but now we're much younger. Well, I, no, I'm just saying, I... I I don't know. Is it an old thing or is it a New York thing? It's both. Because New York weather is crazy, so you have to constantly comment on it. Every single time I see someone, I'm like, what about this weather? Am I right? Like, yeah. It's just the worst. But it is getting so nice outside, and I'm genuinely excited about it. I have almost beat my vitamin D deficiency. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. I think the sun is helping. Are you feeling stronger? More I'm, vibrant? Yeah, I'm feeling like deed up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I don't, not, no, that's, I don't. That's like, I don't that's like I, a gay bar somewhere. Yeah, don't say. <laughs> Someone's Google alert is going off. They're like, oh my God, they're talking about our bar on last name basis. Um, yeah, don't say deed up. I don't think that that's a good thing to say. Um, it's freaking 65 degrees today. Oh, yeah, it's nice. It's gorgeous. I'm so happy about it. I'm just, I really, I do feel like seasonal depression is a real thing. And the up and down has not been good for me. It's been a wild ride, <laughs> this whole weather thing. So we've been having a lot of exciting things going on. This week was um, a whirlwind for us. It we was a very competitive week. A very competitive week. Too bad we're both losers. <laughs> we, we both lost our competitions, our respective competitions. Fran? Was nominated for a Shorty Award. For Best Web Series, and she did not win. And she didn't win. But you had a speech prepared. You wouldn't give it to us last time. No, I didn't have a speech prepared. Uh, I had just, that's not what you said on our last podcast. I said I thought about what I would say, but I didn't write anything down. Well, I'm not saying, you know, you had like a like note cards or something. But, you know, you had some thoughts in mind. And now that you didn't get to deliver said speech, can we hear it? Are you serious? Okay, yeah, okay. I mean, sure. Uh, honestly, you deserve an award. I know I do. I mean, thank you. That's very nice of you. I Honestly, I was going to be real shady. <laughs> really? I How was. So? You didn't tell us this last time. No, I didn't. Because you know why? Because, okay, what I was going to say is it's really hard to be a woman on the internet. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to be a black woman on the internet. Mm -hmm. It is really hard to be a black woman on the internet who has the audacity to love and embrace her blackness and talk about real issues instead of ta tap dance for a fucking check. Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to say a fucking check, but I would have said it's really hard. To would you have said tap dance? I I was thinking about saying I tap wouldn't dance. put it past you. I, I, that sounds like something I would say. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty forward. Usually, you know, you're not quite as aggressive, especially not at an award ceremony. I would have done it. I really thought about it because honestly, if I had won, I would have felt 
a little bit of validation in the fact that, yes, it is really fucking hard to do the work that I do, and it would be really nice to get, you know, a little recognition in such a mainstream space where there were tons of people who were very popular. Mm -hmm. And there were some people in there who I think are talented, like Urban Bush Babes were nominated, mm -hmm. Janet Mock was nominated, um, Gabby Fresh. Janet Mock won. Janet Mock won. Like, there were some talented people there, but there was also a lot of just, like, trash, you know? and Popular trash. Popular trash. And, and unfortunately... You know, people who make content that is about something, we deal with so much shit. Like, I just deal with so much shit. And I talk about it all the time on the podcast. Anyone who follows me online knows it. And I think that it would be really, I was hoping that it would be really cool to see the Shorty Awards acknowledge content that's different and progressive and takes a risk. Because it is very risky to talk about these subjects, um, subjects online. And um, unfortunately... I don't see a lot of people doing it, and the people who, in my field, are black and successful on YouTube, they're they're disgraceful. Like the stuff that they do is terrible, mm. you know. And, I think I know exactly who you're talking so about. And so I I you know thought about the opportunity to be in in front of a room for those people who know that the content that they make is trash. And just to say, I know it's trash. <laughs> you know it's trash. And I'm glad that I'm getting credit for doing something that's really difficult, but also really important. Um, so maybe I would have found a nicer way to say that, but... That's me clapping. Oh, thank you. For you. I didn't know who that was. Where was that clapping coming from? <laughs> So unfortunately, I didn't win. What did you think of you, the shorty? Award? You would have had you would have had the only non-obnoxious speech I think I heard all night. Yeah, the speeches were I I don't know. It was weird. Like you said that you felt like people were thinking too hard, but I felt like a lot of people. I don't know. I felt like a lot of people there hadn't been anywhere before. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was a mix. A lot of people were. Some people looked bored, like they were just had to get through this or come and collect their award. Or the people who submitted video uh, video award acceptances. Right. Um, who are like, I'm way too big to grace your shitty little award show with well, my Katie presence. Katie Couric had a video um, acceptance, and it was hilarious. It was actually really funny. She was like, don't come for me, or I'll block your ass. And then, like, some s digital sunglasses came on her face and said, like, right, yeah. deal with it. It was awesome. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. It was she, really she clever. Put some, she put some work into hers. Some people, the, some, of the, some of the trash that we were talking about, you could see how seriously they were really, like, taking this moment. Like, be all you can be. I want to thank my manager. Just be yourself. Who's that and guy? <laughs> he, his dog won an award. No, he had a dog video that went viral or something like no, that. No, I'm talking about someone else whose name I won't name. I'm sure, I'm sure you could look at But he was talking about were. how, like, his dreams came true, and our dreams can come true, too, if we just oh, stay true to no, ourselves. Oh, that's the pizza rat guy. He didn't even do anything. He filmed that pizza, pizza rat, rat. That's right, yeah. The guy who... And maybe he was being funny. I don't he know. He was not. I did, I did not get the impression he was trying to be funny. Did he serious? I thought he had, he had finally made it in so his So this mind. dude, it was so awkward because this guy filmed the, pe the rat dragging the pizza down the stairs in the subway that went viral. And I think he won best gif. And it was just a gif of the rat, the pizza rat. Yeah, maybe he was joking. It did not come across as a joke. Though, I don't I know, say. but everyone seemed so confused because they were like, pizza rat! And then everyone's like, who is this man going to collect the award? And he just was going on about how... We were all half expecting a rat. I thought. <laughs> I was Because like, let's face it, the rat did all the work. Where's the pizza rat? Exactly. You just held the camera. Or maybe just a piece of pizza. Yeah, I would have. that would have been wonderful. I still think that... I, I have... 
I have thoughts that Pizza Rat might be a hoax. But anyways, um, he got up there and he definitely said that, like, his life has changed this year. And, you See, know, that, was, been... that seemed pretty honest. And then it ended up with him with him encouraging us to pursue our dreams. Maybe, but there was someone else that did something very similar where they were like, you know, just be yourself. You can be anything you want to be and like dreams come true. And then he was just like, just be yourself. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I want to thank my manager and my accountant and my agent and like my producer. Like, you know, it was just interesting that he was like, you can do it. And then I have like this gigantic team that like helps mm. me do it. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Like, which is fine. It's, it's like, funny when people are saying you can do it, but what they're really saying is I did it. I did it. And then they're like, look at me. They don't give a shit what you do. Um, I do have some positive things to say. I think Mamrie Hart killed it as the host. Oh, she was great. She was really funny. She was one of the only people on that stage the entire night that was a professional. Yeah, well, she's a she's a she or is, felt like a professional. She is a professional. And and I will say this. She's a professional stand-up comedian, and she's been very successful on YouTube. But her 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 success on YouTube pales in comparison to the people who do the dumb shit. And oh, she yeah, is sure. someone who I think is super funny and super talented and really smart and creative. And the reason that she's not bigger, because she should be ginormous, is because she doesn't pander. You know what I mean? And that just, to me, like, the fact that she was hosting and did such a great job was validation for me to say like look somebody who actually takes their work seriously and is good at what they do is getting somewhere mm-hmm. rather than just like someone that's super famous online you know because she's actually really funny and really good yeah she was great so many of the personalities there were just so over the top what about the girl I, who that, didn't get nominated and she was like mad she was jaded and she was like <laughs> oh i'm gonna introduce best vine but also i'm a viner and also i'm not nominated she was like um and like they introduced her as one of the best on one of the biggest viners in yeah. the business. And then she came out and then she was like, Yeah, I'm one of the biggest, but somehow I'm not nominated anyway. Everyone was like, Whoa, <laughs> awkward. That was great. All the personalities were so absurd. What about and Flula? so over the top? What did you think about him? Flula with his weird like his weird ticks. He was creepy as fuck. When he and Ariana Grande's brother were both on the Frankie, stage Frankie at the Grande. same time and they were being like mutually obnoxious. I I literally had a moment where I felt like I walked into the rich district in the Hunger Games. Like, <laughs> like I was like, these people can't be real people. These well, are not real human beings. Well, and Patrick was really surprised. Like, he has an actual talent. Like, he's not just doing nothing. He's an actor. Like, he's an actor. He, That's and cool. He, and he has that, like a, that gives me some more... Uh, not, you know, not that I had, like low respect for him. You were so confused. You were like, I don't understand what that guy's deal is. He was just such a bizarre character. He is a bizarre character, but it's really I mean, funny. bizarre in like a creepy way. Well, okay. I think Flula is a... a well, com- Flula's one thing. Like, know, you know, know, you know Flula's Right, I'm just steel. saying like, I'm saying he is a comedian. He's crafted this character. I think a lot of the vloggers, as in people who are not comedians, they're just like living and showing you their daily lives online. I think that they are presenting a fake, perfect, heightened version of themselves. Mm-hmm. And when you meet them in real life, they have zero personality like they're not weird in real life they're boring and they're just like, like yeah I feel, like, I, yeah i feel like everybody's kind they're of like boring plain in real tofu life. like they're just they're like which is like inoffensive like tofu is not bad it's not like 
hurting anyone. Like it's, it, <laughs> it tastes like just like nothing. It yeah. just tastes like air. It's like malleable for you to add seasoning to, to like throw in with some vegetables We're so really, you can get your really protein. We're really riding this tofu analogy. Hell yeah, I am. I'm a fucking writer. And I am taking, this is very serious for me. I don't just throw analogies around. I like that. That's quote of the day. Tofu's never hurt anybody. It hasn't. <laughs> and that's what I think about these people. I think they're pretty inoffensive. What about people with soy allergies? Well, that's a totally different, that's a different ball game. We're yeah, not talking it's hurt about some, it. It's hurt some people very badly with soy allergies. Well, you should make sure that and you ask what's in the what's in the dish before you just start chowing down. Or read the menu. They usually say on there, right? I mean, if it's tofu, yeah, you should know it's tofu. Okay, it's there's also um, tempeh. Is that what's called? Tempeh. Uh, isn't that also just tofu? It's a different It's like kind. a soy product. It's a ki- different kind. It's not, I don't, mm, I, you know what? I'm talking out of my butt. You have no clue what you're talking about. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Um, another uh, award ceremony that we went to this weekend was the meatball party. The third annual meatball party. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, we did. We did. It was uh, it was nothing th- like the Shorty Awards. Do you want to tell them what the meatball party was? Okay, so here's what happens at this meatball party. Everybody brings their own dish, uh, obviously meatballs, and they are anonymously placed on the table where everyone samples said meatballs. We're all wearing masks. We're all wearing masks. There's b- balls everywhere. <laughs> It's like a you're it's like they're all anonymous. It's <laughs> it's like an orgy. It's like it's whose like, balls are these? I don't like, know. It's like Eyes Wide Shut. If you've ever seen that <laughs> movie, it is some freaky dinky ball stuff is going on. No, just kidding. We um we didn't wear masks, but everyone has to put their balls on the table <laughs> and they're all labeled with what's in them, and then everyone tastes, and then everyone's supposed to pick whatever was the tastiest one and then vote, and then they have the winner of... Yeah, it's like a potluck meatball contest. Yeah, and so Patrick, Chef Patrick, um, entered his balls, and <laughs> I honestly, babe, I'm going to keep it so real for real, real, real here right now. I think that you should have won. I agree, actually. What did I you did, make? I, did, I made some good balls. I made, I made duck meatballs with lavender whipped cream, and a orange port wine reduction served on a fried wonton. Ooh, doesn't that sound so pretty? Don't you feel like you're on, um, what's that show with um, Gordon Ramsay, where he's like, oh, it's yeah. raw! You've, you've narrowed it down to like 20 shows. <laughs> oh, right. He does have like 800 <laughs> shows. Sorry. Is it top Master Chef. Master Chef. We got, there was a hot second where we were really watching Master yeah, but then Chef. I found, yeah, but then I found like actual cooking shows on the cooking channel, and they were so much better. They were the same contest, but they were actually making amazing food well, and, and, they and had showing like, you how they were doing And they it. had real chefs on those shows. Master mm-hmm. Chef is like, I'm a home cook I know, from Tennessee, and all they I know how to make people. is some um, butter bean biscuits. That's what I know <laughs> how to make. And then, and then they're like, now you must make a dessert. She's like, I don't know what to do and then 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 they get cut because their other thing was raw and then and we're and then we're watching on the couch as if we know what the hell we're talking about we're like <laughs> look at her presentation you're not you're not in tennessee anymore whatever your name is <laughs> we got so judgmental <laughs> we did it was really bad that's but the only reason to watch reality television shows to judge the people on it the meatballs that you made yesterday they were fantastic they were fantastic and they were different and you had cool little presentation I really think the thing that killed us, and I say us, even though I didn't do anything, 
But it, you keep saying us, and then you keep stopping to say, I keep saying us, even though I didn't do anything. This is like so part absolves, of the speech. So it absolves <laughs> me. Like, well, because I want to take Because it allows you to continue to take credit. Yeah, because okay. I, I want to, I, you I'm know. I'm good with that. Listen, I campaigned so hard for you. You know that for a fact. Thank you. Yes, you I did. talked to you many did. a people, and I said, which balls did you taste? Did you taste my husband's? Because they were <laughs> I amazing. Can't, I, can't I think I kind of think that that's the whole point it of was, a meatball party. It's the only reason that they have a meatball party is in the to say balls over and over and over yes. again, and it's totally fine. Yes. There's nothing gross about it because we're actually talking about meatballs. I did get to see some people's reactions to it. I saw one guy taste it and look up and 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 motioned to his friend from across the room, and he mouthed, did you try these? Like, I yeah. mean, I was, I was like, wow, these people are really eating up these balls. Yeah, no, they loved them. And I really think the only reason that you didn't win is that we, I'm going to say we this time, because it was me too, grossly <laughs> underestimated how many people would be there. I gave you the bad info. You did. Because you asked me you at one me point. You told me 16. There were like and 55. I don't, I don't know, uh, honestly. I checked my email again. I don't know where I got 16 from. I was like, it says 16 people. I could have sworn you, I could have sworn they were supposed to have three ovens that we could use to cook the meatballs. And then you and went I back and. I the email. I was like, this is like It's not in there at all. Ovens? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's somebody's kitchen. They have one oven. Honestly, if you had made enough for everyone, I mean, maybe you could have just made them smaller, but that well, would have what really I needed to do. That would be really expensive. They right? would have. No, I mean, I probably could have made what I. Each Duck one is of the ones. Expensive. It is. It costs a small fortune. And here's the thing: I really went the extra mile with these things because you cannot buy ground duck. You have to grind duck. So I had to go and buy the duck breast, then go buy a meat grinder, Ooh! grind my own duck. Ooh, make those balls! <laughs> I also had to make my own lavender infused whipped cream. And I also had to fry my own wonton. Shake it, shake it, shake it. And shake reduce it. my own port wine. Shake it, shake it. I had to do it all myself. Shake it like a lavender cream. Shake it, shake it. You were shaking it. I saw you. I whipped it. Yeah, like now it really does sound like Eyes Wide Shows. Whippings going on, yeah. and balls. Yeah. Everyone had to taste things. No one knows whose is which. You know, like, who's <laughs> so many these? hands. Are these yours? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it was pretty risque. It was good. So, so the thing is, is that they had two ties for both first and second place, and I wasn't any of them. And you no, know, and here's the thing. Someone else made duck, and so when they announced first place, they were like, the duck meatballs. And it was this feeling of, like, pure excitement. Cause, and then we were You're like, wait so a second. You're so sweet. Thank you for your support. That is adorable. We don't know which duck it is. And then we were just like, which one? Like, whose duck is it? Like, you, I, I was ugh, I was on the edge of my little seat, and, and then it wasn't us. Yeah, I didn't get my hopes up because I knew it wasn't going to be mine for a few reasons. But what would you have said since you made me talk about my speech? What would, what would your speech be? Ooh, my, my, my winning duck meatball speech. I would have said, I would have said, you know, you know they, they said we couldn't do it. They said that duck balls weren't as good as pork balls. I don't, this is, this, I don't know and if you're I selling think, it. What, <laughs> no? No. No, none of it? No, I think that, you, you know, that you could take the energy up. Oh. It just feels like you're kind of um, a little pensive. I don't know. It's like you're not, you're not showing me the excitement. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like you just won. Well, you know, I didn't win. That's, okay, see, I know. Maybe that's where this I is coming from. I know you're not. I know you didn't, but I just need you to go back in your mind okay. to the balls party. Okay. You have tasted... Uh -huh. 20 different balls. Oh, God. 
and your balls are the ones that <laughs> everyone has chosen. Everyone, everyone around you is like, that is the man whose balls I tasted, and they were fantastic. <laughs> Very flattering. Now deliver your acceptance <laughs> speech. Do it. Okay. Everyone's waiting. Okay. Thank you guys so much. You guys are the best. I just, I, you know, I never thought that, yes! that my balls <laughs> would be your favorite balls. Go Patrick! They said mine were a, a little misshapen. Yes! And they said they were of unequal size. Yes, my husband! And, and, and I dipped them in a little lavender whipped cream and, and, and you love me. Woo! You fucking love me. Yay! That was, God, see? Little visualization. <laughs> you took me right back to the moment. Yeah, I listen. I only paid for two quarters, or no, two quarters is a half. Uh, let me say <laughs> one point eight of an acting degree from University of Michigan. Oh, nice. But that <laughs> performance <laughs> that really sold it for me. Oh, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Actually, Ben, um, we just watched something that was really fucking terrible on the topic of oh God, yes. terrible performances. How oh did we get, God. you know what? what? I blame you. For what? For making us watch The Hateful Eight. Oh, yeah. No, you should blame me. I'm the one who downloaded it. It was awful. I have n I'm, I no longer want to see Quentin Tarantino movies because Quentin Tarantino made I, them. Wh why did it take you this long? Like, Quentin Tarantino has was, not been shit for such a long time. I know, but that, you know, it's that primacy. It's that original. It's that first impression. And I, I loved his early stuff, and I thought it was really smart. It was really novel. And it was really different, and it was cool for all the, of those reasons. And now he just does the same thing over and over and over again. And now again. he just makes trash. And, and it's trash in, in a very special way, because it's because things like Django and, and The Hateful Eight, it's like, Quint, and I get Quentin Tarantino's, like, his angle is this grindhouse thing. It's this it's this gratuitous nonsense for the sake of having gratuitous nonsense. Just like killing and shooting Which and I can, fucking N-word every other goddamn minute. I can get on board with... with with the with the ridiculousness of it, I think like that larger than life, that absurdly overplayed approach to movies is is interesting, and I think he you know he made a name doing that. But what he does is he tries to like layer in this social commentary. What wait what what where was social commentary in this movie? Well, it wasn't. What ends up happening is it just ends up just it's just like one of the mill racism. Yeah, there's he he well I will. say But he that. tried to. I mean, I, in his mind, this man is in oh, there yeah, thinking. Yeah, yeah. In his mind, in his mind, he's thinking, "Oh, I'm making a statement about this." He's not do, really. What he's doing is using that as a as a way for him to just to just like have a little playground of racism in his movies yeah. because it gets. I think it just creates an over sensationalization of his movies, which is what he does and what he what he profits from. Yeah, I I was um. I was looking, it was literally like the minute the movie opened, because I was not on board to watch this, but Pat wanted to see it, so I said, well, whatever, we'll watch it. And I want to say within the first two minutes, we heard the N-word like 10 times. And I was just like, "What? I don't care. Like, I'm not, I don't like fall apart when I hear it. I genuinely don't give a fuck. But at the same time, it was just so unnecessary. And then I was looking it up because this has been a criticism of a lot of his movies. Um, apparently, in Django, it was said 110 times. Mm -hmm. And in Hateful Eight, it was said a little over 60, which 
that seems like a low ball estimate, in my opinion. Yeah, it was said a lot. It was said a lot. The other thing is, too, is like that movie could have happened exactly as it did happen without the racist angle. Like, without the racism. Without it. Yeah, like, I mean, I guess it's a period piece, so it is supposed to be, like, post-Civil War see, America, I, I guess, which, whatever. Yeah, but in a Quentin Tarantino movie, it wouldn't be just ignoring an obvious fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it was a period piece, like a real period piece, no. where they were actually, you know, it was actually designed to be in that time. I mean, this is every Tarantino. Single one of his, well, the, every one of his movies is a period piece. Like, he doesn't do anything in present day. Like, But, but he, doesn't, he doesn't do anything seriously either. No, so, no. I mean, it would be, in that context, it would be just fine to not force in the N-word 110 I, yeah, times. No, I, listen, I, I'm, I'm saying that in the context of the fact that this is post-Civil War... And Samuel L. Jackson is a black dude. It's not far fetched that the word might come up, or someone might, you know, allude to the fact that he's a free black man. Like I could believe it. Sure. But the fact that it was literally just like, it was just like over it and was. over and over again. And I was genuinely surprised that Quentin Tarantino's ass didn't show up and say it. Did he show up when I fell asleep? Oh, I don't think so. Because he loves to put himself, he like, Quentin Tarantino, honestly, I read this quote because I wanted to see what people had said about the movie. And according to Tarantino, he likes to put the N-word in his movie so much because he feels that the word has too much power. Right. And he wants to take the power away. By using like, it um, to make he, his like, movies. Because Mr. Quentin Tarantino, like, please, Mr. White Director, just help us not be hurt by the N-word. So then Quentin Tarantino, like, like even in Django, he shows up in the movie for like five minutes, and the first word out of his mouth is like, is the N-word. God, I hated that movie so much. Oh, my God. It's just, that was the worst movie I've ever seen. One like, of the worst I've ever seen. Get the fuck over yourself. That was even worse in its, obviously, it was it was almost, what, like 100% worse in its use of the N-word, according oh, yeah. to your count. Oh, yeah. Well, according but, to this, it was 110. I don't know. That movie fucking sucked. But it was bad. But it was it was worse than this movie because, uh, you know, Samuel L. Jackson, he was one of the main characters, while obviously he was the only black character that was that was in the duration of the movie, and, and it, he was the reason everyone was using the N-word. They were calling him the N-word. Yeah, well, um, and then they showed up to that house, and there was, like, the black woman and the little girl working there, and they, they said it about them, too, after they killed them. Spoiler alert. Listen, if you haven't seen this movie, I'm not spoiling shit for you. It's a fucking terrible movie. Don't see just, it. Just but don't see what it. I was saying is that is that in this one it was it wasn't as bad because at least Samuel L. Jackson was a main character who was also a badass like everybody else in the movie yeah, that were all was, shooting and killing he each was other. Just like a terrible Uncle Tom right. in the fucking other one. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. In the in the um, Django. In Django, Django was like they had these shots of Django like sitting at the foot of the of the white guy that was like that, no he wasn't Django no he wasn't Django no. I'm talking about Django what, what's his face oh uh Jamie Foxx yeah it wasn't even about Django it, it was, was about, like, fucking the, awful yeah no that was I that I was, felt like that portrayal was even worse I mean given like I, I just I just felt like it was far more lopsided in terms of the depth of the characters I don't think you know? any of I don't think any characters in his movies have any depth. You know, whatever. Which is saw, what makes it especially bad. Oh, I yeah, and I saw Pulp Fiction and I liked Pulp Fiction. It was really fun. But I think that the problem with Quentin Tarantino is he's so one note. It's always the same. It's always blood and guts. It's always like gratuitous 
people's heads getting blown off and the N-word See, being I'm, thrown I'm good around. with all that but the N-word. No, I totally get it. It's fine that that's what he wants to do, but he never grows or elevates what he's doing. Like, it's always the same. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you would think after making movies for like 15, 20 years that you could look at a movie that he's done in 2015 versus a movie he's done in 1990 and see some, and see some sort of growth as a filmmaker, but you don't. Like, why did a movie, why did the movie have chapters? That is just so hacky and dumb. There's no reason. <laughs> and the narrator that just appeared out of nowhere and just started narrating? All of a sudden, a He narrator. sounded like he was doing the Wonder Years. It was awful. It was it came out of nowhere, too. It was well, like, who is who is this narrator? It was like a freaking freshman, vid, like, like short film from NYU. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Well, that's, you know, again, that's his angle and, and, and something that he needs, I think, to move past because this whole, like, bad for the sake of being bad, like, that's novel one time. Exactly. And no shade to freshmen at NYU, but, like, you're a freshman. <laughs> yeah. You're a freshman, and so, like, you're supposed to make yeah. mistakes and use you have a long movie, way to go. movie cliches. You're not Quentin Tarantino getting millions of dollars to make a movie and then getting freaking nominated for Academy Awards? Like, Fuck this guy. That's terrible. I cannot stand him. And that movie sucked so much. And you have to let me pick the next movie that we watch. All right. You can pick the next next movie. It's just going to be like whatever looks closest to Nashville. I, okay. I really like Nashville. It's really cheesy and stupid. Uh, Yeah. I like. It sucks. Listen, I like it. Uh And I don't force you to watch it. You don't have I to watch. I didn't push you to watch Hateful Eight. You were the. I said let's watch the thing, and you said you chose that. Nashville is my special time. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love. I'm sorry, but I I really genuinely love the cheesy country music. I love the you know the mean country star who's had a hard life, who's just trying to figure herself out, and she has like trouble having you know good relationships because she had bad parents. I love that shit. I cried like a baby this week watching that show. It's wonderful. And I acknowledge that it's bad. It's bad. You made us go into that movie. I didn't know it was going to be bad. I saw a movie that was. I told you it was going to be bad. So what? You didn't know it was going to be bad. I did know. Because I said, Quentin Tarantino. Hateful Eight. There was a chance that the Hateful Eight wasn't going to be bad. There's a a 100% chance every week that Nashville was going to be bad. Right. And I go into it knowing that it's bad and I want to watch it for me, for myself. <laughs> You're not even making sense. What I'm it's very different to subject your partner to a shitty ass movie that lasts forever. It that was movie the was longest so long. Thing. At some point okay, at like, some point at some point Samuel Jackson goes, Hold up, we have gotta slow this shit down. Oh I was like, Oh my god, god, if you slow this shit down any further Exactly. And Nashville is a smooth twenty two minutes. You know what I'm saying? So it's very, very different. And there's music in there. And regardless of what you think of the terrible storylines, the music is great, okay? So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Okay, on the topic of of really terrible, offensive things on TV and on, on screen... Um, there's a show, and I, I just saw it come up because it was about an interracial couple, and it just, I don't know, it popped into my feed somehow because they know where to find me now because yeah, I do this no, podcast. Yeah, they do. <laughs> uh, 
but it's called Bride and Prejudice. And this is like, this is why, this is what I'm saying. Wait, like, it's a reality show about interracial couples, right? Uh, something like that. Or at least it's, yeah, it's a, it's a reality show about couples. I don't know if it's always about interracial couples, but couples that face some sort of prejudice. So mm. it could be like, um, like a gay couple. Oh, oh, okay. I, I didn't know that. I think they switch it up. I don't know. I, I saw a trailer for this one, either it was one episode or one season, I don't know, mm -hmm. um, about a white man and a black woman who are getting engaged to be married. Um, and it's just like... What what was happening? Why were on the Why were they on the show? They were on the show because they wanted to, I don't know, televise their families' problems with their interracial relationship. Oh. Why? But this is but this is what I can't get my mind around. Like I'm I'm not here so much to talk about the show, but like I, I can't get my mind around putting any of these issues, no matter how well you do it, not and not that television can be trusted. But they always fuck it up. They always fuck it up. But even even that aside, like it's it's really really difficult to make a popular television show that's going to treat issues dealt with by an interracial couple with any like legitimacy or respect. I think almost by virtue of the fact that it's a you know twenty two minute reality show. Well, yeah, and they want to make it sensational because in reality, every couple has challenges no matter who they are just by virtue of the fact that you are two different people with very different experiences coming to get together and living together and paying bills and facing challenges and all of these things that are going to be hard no matter if you guys had the exact same upbringing there's just no possible way you're not going to have challenges so you know this angle of like interracial what's going to happen of course they're going to make it a shit show it's just they're not going to do it in any way I, that's authentic and the name like says it all right bride and prejudice you, it's like this show would not have been made period if they didn't already have that name oh no they, they totally, were like you know what bride and prejudice that's a show make it happen they totally sold this name first i i believe it like 100 percent. i just like i i just i don't know i i watched the trailer just to make sure it wasn't it wasn't like absolutely like like fucking like nutballs insane and awful because I just wanted to know that they weren't like voting couples off the island or something for not being I don't know interracial enough or something I, you know what I mean like you can't I, I can never trust reality television this whole concept is just really stupid I mean uh, in my mind I feel like he, this maybe is a good challenge for us maybe it's time for us to get real and expose <laughs> and expose how shocking it is oh my to God. be in an interracial relationship. It's gonna blow your mind. Oh my God. Sorry, that that wasn't a good. Uh, no, I mean, my mind's blown. No, 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 I mean, how did you think about my intro? Did it sound uh, like it could be on a reality It show? wasn't, I mean, you, you went for sensation. No, it sounded like the shitty daytime radio we were doing earlier. Oh, okay, okay. Um, uh, Up next on Bride and Prejudice, oh Francesca and Patrick, get real. Oh my God, they're getting what real. what it's like to be in an interracial relationship. <gasps> I gotta see this. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Our dog, Filthy McNasty, is black and white. <laughs> bah, bah, bah! Did you see that coming? <laughs> yeah, because he's my dog. Yeah, I mean... you've seen him. You've seen him. Okay. Um, what are some other shocking things about um, our relationship? Like, okay, like this This kills me, and 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 I'm about to get real, okay? Cause this, get real, real, real. This has been something I've, I've been afraid to talk about. Our entire relationship. Oh my god, I'm yeah. worried now. So like I go into the bathroom in the morning mm. and there's like makeup 
like in the sink. Oh my god. And it's brown it's makeup. It's not even like oh pink or peach. I haven't even thought about this. It's brown makeup. And how this would make you feel. Uh-huh. That must be you must think like did my wife shit on <laughs> no. Do you think it's poop every time? No. Do you have a moment of whoa oh god no. and then you realize it's not shit? Um well thank you for being so Honest, mm-hmm. vulnerable, yeah. about housey, <laughs> brown makeup smudges, smudges on the sink make you feel. It's just so absurd. This one, this one was um, was it was it was boring for starters. The trailer was really boring, um, and and this guy, the the man is white, um, his fiance is black, and he's talking to his fiance's sister, um, and he he just like he hits all. All the notes, like, like what? Like the whole like I, you know, it's it's tough for me to talk about this, and I just want you to know that I understand what it's like, and understands what what's like. I mean, at one point he says, you know, most of his friends are black. Oh my god! I mean, like he start rapping. He like might have had like a checklist in was his he, pocket. Was he wearing a do rag? He was. I think his hat was on backwards. Oh, <laughs> did he have? White boy cornrows. No, he didn't. Well, I couldn't tell because he had a hat on. Okay, okay. He might have. Did he have, was he doing like, oh my God. The most? You, yes. When, <laughs> 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 I love that you just said that. That was funny. <laughs> no, okay. Remember one time, one time we watched The Bachelor. I don't know if you remember this. He did seem like he was playing up his like, his like, his like hip hop accent. That's what I was getting ready to yeah. ask you because one the one episode of The Bachelor that I saw, he went out with the black girl and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he did not talk like that the entire yeah. episode. And then as soon as they got alone, he was like, yeah, girl, let me spit to you. And I was like, wait, why is he talking oh to me? And he was doing like the little head swerve and like walking to her. Like, yeah, it sound, like, I mean, he sounded like he was like slipping slowly into like videos he saw online or oh something. You know what I mean? Like God. it was, it was, I mean, and that's really just, it's it's bad form and it's telling and it's it's sad television. And that's, that's the worst. That he, and, and what's really weird about that is, and not to say that that's excusable, but maybe when he first met her, I could give him a pass of like, okay, I need you to like stop it. That's disgusting. Talk to me like yourself. Yeah. But someone that he's trying to marry, like presumably they've been together for a while. Well, no, this was him talking to her sister. So what? He's still putting on a voice to talk to a black person. And yeah, oh, abso- should... oh, absolutely. But I mean, it was, I mean, I, I don't know what he sounded. Because it didn't show him and his wife talking very much in the trailer. Oh, and it didn't show really anybody talking much except for him <laughs> in the trailer, which is oh, another God. problem <laughs> that I had with this trailer. I, I mean, like, let's only talk to the person that matters. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's, I, so I guess, I guess one of my questions for you is um, under what circumstances, like, how do you do that on television and make it valuable and respectful? You, the way you make but it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And is something like this, you know, is it is it worth having out there just for it to register that, like, okay, there are interracial relationships out there, people are working through any, like, problems between their families or misconceptions that they have. Is that valuable even when it's not done very well? No, I mean, I just think that that's one of those things that people, that's kind of like a no-brainer. I kind of think that, like I said, every family has drama, no matter who the couple is. Mm-hmm. So I think it's pretty reasonable to expect that a family that has even bigger differences, like 
two families that are from different religions or different cultures or different races, yeah, there might be potentially uh, some sort of tension there. But I don't think that reality television is the place to learn about people in any sort of substantive, substantial way. I just think that like if you're looking to learn about people, reality TV is so manufactured. No matter it how really authentic is. the people are, the show itself does so much to try and create something that's – because here's the thing. Normal people don't make good reality television because anytime you've had a show where there's like a, a normal person on the show, they get cut. But I've been approached for multiple reality shows, and one person even like pitched me the angle of like, and it would be so cool because you know you're in an interracial relationship, and like you would be that girl on our show, and I was like, I would be that that's girl, bad. like that's what the, the girl like, like that's the role the that girl you... in an interracial relationship. That's wow, that's profound. Right, and I was just like, first of all, I'm not interested in doing reality TV. Second of all. I like and value my privacy, and that's what I would never be okay with, is having cameras come into my home. And I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think I would get the bitch at it. I think you would, too. Because I'm funny and bitchy. Because <laughs> you're a bitch. <laughs> I'm not a bitch, but like I like I, how you're like, I would, they would probably make me look like the bitch I am. No, no, no. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, uh, no, no, no. Here's the thing. You're I'm, not a bitch. I'm not a bitch. Not I'm, at all. I, but, like, I'm very opinionated. Mm -hmm. and, and No, but you have, but you have, like, bitch faces. You I have bitch, really faces, bitch faces. And they would totally edit those together. So they're I would always too. look like I, I, they're so bad. I would look like I'm rolling my eyes at everyone. I would look so mean and rude. And then they, you know, reality TV doesn't like the nice, normal stuff. So they wouldn't show me, like, being friendly and, like, nice or, you know, like, all the nice things that I do. Like, they wouldn't show any of that. They would just show me being, like, mm, or, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They would just stitch it together, and it would look so mm -hmm. bad. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. Yeah, I think that that show is trash, and um, we'll probably start watching it and review it <laughs> for um, <laughs> the next episode of our podcast. Get excited. <laughs>— The headline of this story. That's that is like story of our podcast. No, it's not. I there's lots of bulleted. I things. watched a trailer for this thing that I just talked at length about. Yeah, but you put some notes on here. This was an article about um, a 15 year old mummy that they found wearing what looks like Adidas sneakers. Mm. So now they're wondering if it traveled in time. If it was a time traveling mummy, you really did not read anything but the <laughs> you were you were lying. You read the headline. I was like, let, says, me, let me summarize the headline. It says, was it time travel? Mummy found wearing Adidas sneakers. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, that's an article that I would think about reading. <laughs> it's in the queue. I thought about it's reading it. It's on the it, list of and that's why I put it on the possible list. Possible things you'll read. I, listen, all I'm saying is it's time travel. What did you say? You finished your headline, so you have nothing left to say about this. Well, I'm talking about why the I headline. I read the article. Uh, you know you didn't. I did. Well, I looked at the picture associated with it. That's something. Okay. Okay. I looked at the pictures, too, and I think that they do look like Adidas. They do look a little bit like Adidas, but they do this. Like, every once in a while, there's a photo that's like, what is this about? And it's like, uh, like there's one that goes around that uh, somebody that looks like they're talking on a cell phone. And it's like from like the 1950s. It's a photo. 
Oh. And it's like, well, what, and they clearly look like they're holding some little device up to their ear, but, you know, it's... it's could be a radio. It could be anything. Also, it doesn't matter if you time travel into, like, back in the 50s with your cell phone, you don't have cell service. <laughs> so you so don't, true. You don't get to, I don't know why people love, I don't know. It's, you know, and then the clickbait people get a hold of it, and they put it all over the... You know, those advertisements that are at the bottom after you scroll to the end of the thing you wanted to read? Yeah, you know what I bet it was? I bet it was some dude at the the dig site dropped his Adidas into the <laughs> hole, and then he was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to be in so much trouble. I shouldn't have, like, taken uh, – well, I don't know why he took his shoes off, but he did. And then it fell into the hole. Uh-huh. And so then he decided to spin it as, oh, my God, that mummy is wearing Adidas. And then everybody just jumped on board, and right, yeah, here yeah. we are. It made it to last name basis. But yeah, no <laughs> – you finally made it. This mummy is somebody now. Yeah, he was somebody when he got put in the, the only, The only mummy with Adidas. That's who he was. Yeah, well, um... They were just, they were like foot wraps. He just had his feet wrapped, and they Oh, my of, God, and they looked like the stripe on the Adidas? They looked a little bit like the Adidas Is stripes. that what it really was? That's really what it was. There was no, there's nothing curious going on here, and half of the notes were jokes, Adidas jokes were half of the comments. The other half of the comments... Uh, were things like maybe never read the comments. Were things like the other comments were probably like that dirty nigger. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you know it probably was. This is a fucking everybody on the internet is just like racist and awful. And, like, no, no, no. They were no. Most of them said things like, "Yeah, this is a really important find. You guys are idiots for the only thing you care about is that his shoes look like Adidas." Oh well. That's disappointing. I really thought yes, I, might have been a, I, I was really hoping for racism. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I didn't get my head around that. I was like, what? People were making sense in the comments. Everything is changing <laughs> so fast. No, I'm saying I, I'm disappointed that he wasn't a time traveler. Me too, Fred. You can't win them all. Me too. Um. So, do you want to do Animal Corner? Animal Corner. Listen, octopus. Is it octopi? Octopi. I think octopi are so cool. They're, they're really cool smart. and they're smart. They are so smart. This octopus is an extremely smart octopus. He was somewhere in New Zealand. Um, you can see I've, I've done my research mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. You're reading those notes. <laughs> Plow through them, baby. You do it. You are not one to talk. What? B- the mummy, that, the mummy story. I, okay, I acknowledge. Was so did, ill-informed. I, acknowledged that I did not have notes and I genuinely just supported you by saying plow through those notes, baby. I didn't say it anything. Was, it was shady support. It was like How? your Shorty Award speech. How was that shady? I just, I like this story. I'm excited about it. Please tell me what the octopus did. Okay, so this octopus, if they named it Inky, which is... <laughs> okay, I was going to say it's a really dumb name, but Fran likes it. No, it's dumb. <laughs> So Inky the octopus um, escaped his tank, managed to slime his way over to a drain pipe that was in the, in the aquarium in the same room, squeezed down this pipe that led out to the Pacific Ocean and free himself. That is so awesome. Good I man. mean, he actually, I mean, he, like, that's legit, like, Finding Nemo escape. No, it's amazing. I'm really proud of him. That is incredible. I'm just, like, really, I'm, you know, it's nice to hear one of these success stories. Like, fucking, like, he, like, Shawshank Redemption to this oh shit. Oh, my God. Like, I would watch that movie. Uh, the, the octopus that I would recreate ab- Shawshank Redemption? I would literally I'm watch. I'm sure that's on YouTube already. An octopus-led version of Shawshank Redemption. I can't believe this. I can't believe that this. This octopus made it. Like he is an ex- he's a real 
success story. I have read so many stories about octopi doing just wild shit, literally wild because they're wild animals. Mm. Um, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Not, well, okay, listen. <laughs> not every, not every joke is a winner. Um, so I read about. So okay, I read about this one that um was getting out of his tank and was like going across the aquarium or, aquarium or whatever and like making a huge mess and then going and getting back at his tank and so every, he was just he was just coming out and just like just, just wreaking fucking, some havoc yeah just like like go like going through drawers and like just like throwing things around and every day they would they would come and they would see this mess and they were like who like what has been happening so they put up um, a video camera the octopus got out of his tank Got the video camera, oh my took God. it down, and then filmed himself fucking wreaking havoc around the place because he kept it with him. <laughs> like he watched them put it up, and oh then my God. he dropped it and he went and got back in his tank. And they like watched the octopus, like dude, like, he was like joyriding. He was yeah. just going like he was like just just running amok. Isn't that so funny? That's badass. Oh my God, they're so cool. I no longer think that octopus octopi should be held in tanks. I mean, I feel like if they're capable of doing that, then then we're really, really ruining their lives. Yeah, I mean, More than other fish and wildlife. Well, the other thing is, too, is like if, if it's this easy for them to get out, and I've read multiple stories now about them getting out of their tanks, mm -hmm. I mean, they could leave any, they could, you know, follow Inky's lead. I better hope. Leave, you're like, they could leave any time they want. <laughs> you better hope none of them see Inky's story, because I bet those fuckers can read, too. Yeah, they probably can. And then they see that, and then they're like, oh, my God. Then they want to get out, too. Oh, I thought you were going to say, you better hope they never learn how to drive a car or oh operate, God. like, a semi-automatic rifle oh or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, like... Oh my god. <laughs> They've got our guns. Um I Cuz they could have eight guns. Oh my god. And that is that is the scariest part. Now that's a Quentin Tarantino movie I would watch. Oh, I would watch. Well, he would be calling everyone the N-word, you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> a racist fucking octopus. Why there's no need for this octopus to be calling people the N-word. Why this are you has no place in this movie. Why are you so foul? You know what? He'd probably spell it out with his arms too. He'd be like if you didn't Give hear me, me an N. <laughs> Give me an eye. You didn't hear me the first time. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, I I would really love to see a um, uh, a movie with an octopus that escapes and kills people. You know, he could use his little arms to, like right. People's so necks. so you're not like you're not cool with the grindhouse genre, but you would watch an octopus killing people gratuitously. Yeah. Yeah. I, just I think, would too. I mean, I just I mean think I'm, be, um, I'm into it. Yeah, I just feel like like a, a Pixar. And you know, there'd be those like long, slow, dramatic, artistic shots in between the carnage too, where, where his just... arms are like flying and like slapping people. Across <laughs> no, the face. no, no, no. Really, like artistic and you know, well constructed shots of him like flowing through the water oh, and or, just like, being... squirting ink in people's face. Exactly. Well, no, no. No, I just mean like these artistic, very tactful shots of... Of, of like blood flying <laughs> out when he shoots them? No. No? You are not following me. I'm trying to. I want to see Octopi Carnage in slow-mo. Yeah, me too, actually. I do. I do. I, I kind of maybe want to go watch Sharknado 3 now. Oh, God. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Let's do some Florida Man! Florida, Florida Man! man. Um, so I 
I still am really proud of myself for Florida Woe Man last mm. week. I'm, <laughs> I'm still not used to hearing you do that. I think, I it's think really, it was great. It's like nails on a chocolate. I got some really great feedback. Um, if you don't you know, the Florida Man segment is, I did. I did. I got some great feedback, meaning um, like two tweets. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know an episode really made it. <laughs> That's enough for me. <laughs> so if you're new to our show, the Florida Man segment is where I give Patrick four headlines straight out of Florida, and he has to pick which one is the fake headline. And we're not just shitting on Florida randomly. It is our home state. And so that's why this segment is so near and dear to our little Floridian hearts. Are you ready, Patrick? I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. Headline number one. Florida man allergic to crab sues local restaurant after near fatal reaction to crab dip. Yeah, I, I mean, people I like I the lawsuits I see are just absurd. All right, number two. Also, that guy, the guy that did the fish meatballs, was one of the ones that won. Oh yeah, yeah. Fish and it weren't even are not meatballs. It wasn't even a meatball. Yeah, and it just reminded me of that. And his fish meatballs weren't even that good. It was the Cajun mayonnaise sauce that you slathered on top of it that was so good. That he was also che- had practically ad- cheated. He also had the advantage of coming to the party late, and I feel like people had his meat, like his whatever balls, like they were at just the fish top cakes. of mind, at top of mind because they had them last. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All right, number okay. two. Florida woman calls 911 to demand chicken wings and cigarettes. Yeah, that was my headline from one of the ones that I did. Oh, okay. You don't remember that? Nope. Number three. Because you didn't read the article. That's why. No, I never. I don't. I don't read the articles. Oh. Number three. Right. Florida woman is allergic to herself. <laughs> okay, that also sounds like something you would write. Number four. Uh huh. Florida man says too much music and masturbation made him vandalize home. Oh, yeah, that's probably. I think the allergic to self, I think you wrote that. You are wrong. She really is allergic to herself. That doesn't make sense. She um she has a rare skin disorder that makes her body break out if she has sweat or tears. She can't even leave her home because it's so fucking hot outside. She starts sweating. She breaks out into hives. So how is that? <laughs> just just back up. I'm just telling you, it's a real thing. How is thing. it that she's allergic to herself? Did you write that headline? No, I swear to God. That was a headline. That no, was written a, that way when you found it. It is. I copied and pasted right from the article. Reed suffers from a rare skin disorder known as chronallergic urethritis. I don't know how to say it. Right. Um, and she had to quit her job. She can't even go outside. She's gained like 100 pounds because she's been stress eating. She like... Like, the tears coming out of her body as soon as they hit her skin, any moisture coming out of her body makes her have an allergic reaction. So, technically, she's allergic to herself. (laughs) See, I don't think it follows that she's allergic to herself. I feel like you cheated me. I didn't cheat you. That was the fucking headline. Okay. Well, which one was the the fake one? The fake one one was Florida man allergic to crab sues local restaurant after near-fatal reaction to crab dip. Oh, my God, you've gotten good at this because yeah. you know the ones that seem so mundane compared yeah. to the wild ones. I liked this headline because, th- you know, I had another allergic headline, so I, I thought that might trip you up. And I liked the idea of someone being like, I'm allergic to crab. I'm going to eat this crab dip, and then I'm going to get mad and sue you because I was allergic. Like, God, that is so many lawsuits, though. Exactly. That's why I thought it was really funny. God, you're getting you're getting devious with this. I, you've gotten good. I mean, I do work in late night. All right. Well, you beat me again. 
And I'm just really happy that you had a Florida man. I'm getting really freaking good. I'm taking this very seriously. <laughs> this week. <laughs> and last Two, week. Thank Two weeks. you. Um, I also have a slanguage beat. Oh, my God. You really are on the ball. Thank you for, for making this podcast possible. Yay. Um, make sure to add some language Bee intro because I really, really love our language Bee intro that you made. Oh, yeah. I don't think I added it last time. No, you didn't. I and just I was forgot. really upset when yeah. I listened to the show and I didn't hear it. My bad. Well. I'll play it twice this week. Ooh. Okay. I'm, that's great. <laughs> All right. So um, I didn't. You know what I realized? I don't normally explain what this segment is I, I guess i just you know expect that everyone knows but sometimes we have new listeners i bring a um a popular phrase or word to the podcast and patrick has to try and figure out what it means and you can play along at home and try to use it in your daily life so this week's slanguage b word well it's really an abbreviation is a f as as fuck Oh, God right? damn it. How did you know that one? I'm, I'm on Twitter, friend. Like, I, I do see people say AF, like, con- oh, like literally every tweet. God. Like, major news outlets are like, Trump has gotten wild AF. And I'm just <laughs> like, what? I'm like, really, dude? You're Time Magazine. They are trying so hard. Oh, man. I, I thought that that was, yeah. yeah um, that's what you get for really not digging very deep. No, I, I worked. And underestimating me. I, I spent. A really long. I worked hard AF on Florida Man, and and then you gotta step it up, man. You working late night? Yeah, I know. <laughs> just, the late night thing is just like a roller coaster for you. I hope Larry's not listening. When something good happens, you're like, I work at late night. <laughs> when something bad happens, you're like, God, I work in late night. <laughs> no, I usually don't do that. You go. Look at yourself. You work it right. <laughs> I do. I pull the mirror out, too, and I'm like, look at yourself. <laughs> and then I feel real bad. Um, well, listen, this was a wonderful episode of Last Name Basis. I had fun. Did you have fun? I had a great time. Oh, my God. Please tell us what you thought of this week's episode on Twitter using the hashtag Last Name Basis. Or you can just tweet us individually. I'd love for you to talk shit about Patrick to me, at Cheska Lee. At Ty Optional. Don't don't talk shit about Patrick. At Ty Optional, talk about whatever you <laughs> like. I was going to say, did you just encourage them to talk shit to me on on Twitter, like directly to me, no, to no, at no. me? No, I wanted them to at me about you, and then they can tweet you about, I don't know, whatever y'all do over there. Um, do that. Or you can email us, lnbpodcast at gmail.com. Hopefully, we're going to work on that mailbag episode soon-ish. Yeah. We just need to stop promising things because like, okay, we'll we just... Okay, we'll just cut that part out. We are just so bad at delivering. And this was Last Name Basis. <laughs>